0: Welcome to Catholic Money Talk, where we talk about all things money and finance, and we try to do it through a lens of being Catholic, where our ultimate goal is to one day be in heaven with the Lord. I am your host, Paul Scarphone. Thank you for being here today. So happy Thanksgiving. I hope you and your family had a wonderful Thanksgiving. Today I want to talk about experiencing God's blessings, but before we do that, Let's say a prayer. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. Heavenly Father, we thank you for this day. We ask you for all the grace and wisdom that we need to face the challenges or the circumstances that we find ourselves in. We know that you love us, and that you have a great plan for us. Allow us to yield to your Holy Spirit. We ask this all in Jesus' name, amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. At Thanksgiving, it's always a great time to spend some time praying and reflecting on those things that the Lord has done for us and through us and in us during the past year. Humility is one of those things, it's a virtue that's required to have gratitude. And if we think, because if we think we're the source of the good in our life, we're we're not going to be happy. We're going to be kind of miserable and always feel like we need more. But when we recognize that everything we have belongs to god comes from god and he constantly provides for us we're filled with the sense of great gratitude and confidence in the lord's unending love and mercy for us just this past sunday at mass yesterday the responsorial psalm was from psalm 23 the lord is my shepherd there is nothing i lack in green pastures he makes me lie down To still waters he leads me, he restores my soul, he guides me along right paths, for the sake of his name, even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for you are with me, your rod and your staff comfort me, you set a table before me in front of my foes, you anoint my head with oil, my cup overflows." Indeed, goodness and mercy will pursue me all the days of my life. I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Now you could sit, pray, and contemplate this psalm for hours. But for this moment, I want to just point out the line, My cup overflows. When I focus on gratitude, I quickly recognize that my cup does overflow. I have beyond what I need, the family I have, the friends I have, the love and support I experience from them all, it's more than I need. When I, I think of my wife and the love that she shows me and my kids, it's beyond what I need. This is all God's generosity towards me. I'm so grateful for this. And now when I bring this into the area of finances, I have more than I need. We can tie to the Lord. We live on the rest. We spend for our needs, and we have some more to spend on our wants. We have more than what we spend. I mean, we're able to save and invest, and we still have more that we're able to give to others. My cup, our cup, it does overflow. But it wasn't always like that. 10 years ago, we were living paycheck to paycheck. Paycheck to paycheck to paycheck. My wife, she was a full-time mom. At home raising our, it was four kids at the time. I was working at the bank, making about $110,000 per year. We weren't tithing. I would say we don't have enough to tithe to the Lord. We'll try and we'll give if there's anything left. We were tied up with several different debts. In addition to our mortgage, we had student loans, two car loans, home equity loan, personal loan, and a balance on the credit card. Those items, they all totaled about $85,000 and the monthly minimum payments on them was about 1800 bucks. We didn't have anything to save or invest. We didn't have anything to give. I did not feel like my cup overflowed. See, ten years before that, we were making about forty thousand a year. And I remember thinking that once we were making about a hundred grand, like that would be enough. I remember thinking, boy, it's tight right now, but I'm making a hundred thousand dollars. Oh, it's gonna be so easy. We'll have so much to do. We'll be able to tithe, we'll be able to do whatever we want. But we got there, we were making Over a hundred thousand, and we didn't, we didn't have enough to tithe, give, save, and invest. Or at least I thought we hadn't. You know, we had gotten to that number income-wise, but financially we were tighter than we were. We were definitely further away from experiencing our cup overflow. And then it was at this point, again, ten years ago, we started to seek wisdom and learn how to be good stewards of what the Lord's given us. We started to budget. We learned how to budget we first had to tithe, then we would live off 90% that we got to keep. First, we budgeted our needs. Then we added our liabilities, the $1,800 a month in those several different debts we had. And then if there was anything else, we would budget some wants, but there weren't many wants that would make the budget. I remember looking at the $1,800 a month in monthly debt payments and thought that, man, once that debt was gone, that's 1800 more a month we could put towards anything we wanted to, like wants, saving, investing, and even additional giving. And after a few long years, we were able to pay off the debt. Over those years, as we're budgeting and paying off debt and really limiting what wants we spent anything on, income went up. My wife started working. I got some you know small increases here and there at the bank. And we started making decisions prayerfully, and that was the key. See, We started to feel that feeling of our cup overflowing and it felt great. But we needed to make financial decisions that would keep our cup the right size, that it would continue to overflow, that we'd be able to continue to experience that overflow. And initially I thought I thought, wow, would you look at that? We started to tithe and the Lord started to bless us. And then I felt the Lord say, No, you you're an idiot. I've been blessing you the whole time. How did you go from 40,000 a year to over 100,000 a year? It was me. And it was the Lord. See, what I realized was that we just hadn't put ourselves in a place to experience those blessings. We hadn't put ourselves in a place, mostly by our decisions, to experience a cup overflowing. We had made too big of a cup. See, we thought everything we had came from us. We thought that so much so that we would only give to the Lord if there was anything left from our money. I'm doing air quotes here. Our money. When we started looking at the money like it's the Lord's, because it is, 100% of it's the Lord's, not 10%, 100% is his. Once we started looking at the money like that, it gave us the right perspective. We learned how to determine the size of our cup. So that we could experience that overflow that the Lord is constantly providing to us. The overflow that we hear about in Psalm 23. Most people think they're limited by their income. And I hear things like this all the time. And this was us, right? So I, I know these things. I know what it feels like to say these things. But I hear these things all the time. I'll start to budget when we have enough money to budget. I'll start to give when I have more to give. It's much easier to budget once the debt's all gone. Once I have enough money, I'll start to pay off the debt. When I have extra money, I'll start to give. I remember I had a client once, and I was meeting with him and his wife. It was just our first initial session, and I asked, him, I asked them, both of them, what was your goal? What did they hope to achieve from coaching? And part of the goal was to be able to find money in the budget to set aside for things like retirement or saving for to buy a home. But the big goal, I remember the husband, he's, he just, he said he wanted to make enough money that they didn't need the budget. Now, she was a stay-at-home mom. He was already making about $400,000 a year. And they were paycheck to paycheck. And he wanted to make enough money that he would never need to budget. And I remember thinking in the moment, you do. Most people would consider making 400000 a year to be so much you would not need to budget. The biggest challenge was that they didn't want to have to tell themselves no. And that's where most of us are. Right? Like, you have to budget at any level of income, because whenever you get to a different level of income, you you look at your lifestyle, you look at the options in front of you, they're all bigger, right? Your cup will just keep growing. And then you don't experience overflow. And it's it's not because the Lord wasn't pouring out his blessings. It was because their their cup was too big. And most of us, I mean, I did, we forget that we actually control the size of our cup. You know, as you listen to this now, if you feel that your cup is not overflowing, you might have the wrong size cup and you can change the size of your cup. If you wait until you have more income to start tithing, you'll never have enough to tithe. If you wait until you have more income to start budgeting, you'll never start budgeting. If you wait until you have more income before you start savings, you'll never start savings. You just need to start, change the size of your cup. And sometimes we might feel trapped by past poor decisions. Those could be student loans. Maybe we bought too much of a house. Maybe we've got car loans. They're not easily changed. You can't just hit undo on them. So we need to lay out a plan. We need to figure out a way to get rid of them. You're going to have to tell yourself no in areas of wants. That's just... Plain and simple, you, you'll want something. Maybe if you're married, you and your spouse, you want something. You're just going to have to tell yourself, no. Not if you want to create space for overflow. To create space in the budget, maybe you got to attack the debt. You might even need to change how you tackle some of your needs. Like the, I think of grocery shopping. Maybe you need to start to coupon or shop at a cheaper store or buy generic to save money in groceries. And this is just to create more extra money to throw out the debt. But you need to start today. I was talking to a friend just last week and he reminded me of that old saying, right? The best time to plant a tree, to plant a seed to grow a tree, it's 20 years ago. The second best time, it's today, right now. Don't worry about what the people around you are doing. And so many times that's what happens. Sometimes we might think others, you know, we think we want to have the life they're living. Maybe maybe they're a wreck and we don't get to see their pain and chaos. Or maybe... Maybe they are well put together, being great stores of what the Lord's blessed them with. We don't see them saying no, right? All we, all we feel like is we see them saying yes, but we don't see them no. We don't know what they're saying no to. We might not see the no's that they've had to say, right? And they might have put in the time to say no to get them to a spot where they can start saying yes, right? And saying no in key areas of decision creates space in our lifestyle, they create space where we can enjoy that constant experience of overflowing. So we're there. You know, over the past 10 years, we didn't borrow money to buy a car. We paid cash. We don't have a car payment. We might not drive the nicest car in the neighborhood, but it's paid for. We bought a home where the 15-year mortgage payment wasn't more than 25% of our monthly take-home pay. That creates a lot of room in the budget, right? It makes plenty of space to overflow. Yeah, we don't have the nicest house or the biggest yard, but what we have is all we need and then some, and we have overflow. We can use that overflow to give thanks to the Lord and to bless others. So this year, I'm grateful to the Lord. I'm grateful for His mercy, for sending His Holy Spirit, sending His Son Jesus to die for my sins, I'm grateful for the church, my wife, my family, my friends. I'm grateful that he constantly overflows my cup. I am grateful for his constant faithfulness to me. I pray that all of us could experience the great gratitude for all that the Lord has done and is is doing in our lives. I hope this has been helpful. Thank you for joining me today. God bless. Thank you for listening to Catholic Money Talk. I hope you join us again next time. Please click subscribe in your podcast app to get notified of new episodes. God bless you and have a great day.